Hey guys, welcome to the Young Afrodas podcast. My name is Ruben Kehio and this is episode one. So today we'll be talking about the lies you tell yourself as a young developer. So you probably seen on my Twitter about, so when I was scheduling this uh, podcast and we were to have it a few days ago, but due to my cold, which has not yet subsided, so at a, at some point you may hear my voice go bad. And uh, so, yeah, we decided to reschedule it today. Also, we had to switch the topics because of a few other issues. So today, like I've told you, we'll be discussing the lies you tell yourself as a young developer. So before we dive into the topic, I'd like to do an introduction of our community, which is the Young African Devs community. Uh, it's a new community, uh, fully online, and uh, a community that will be discussing various issues ranging from technical uh, issues to non-technical or social issues that affect developers. Uh, so we'll be having not only this podcast, we'll also be having. So we have been <coughs> we've been having uh, bi-weekly webinars where we've been hosting people from or speakers from Africa and other regions around the world to talk to young developers in Africa. We probably we currently have a member members from over eight countries in Africa. And uh, this is our first podcast and we're really happy to be starting this with you guys. Uh, so apart from this, we're also working on another on other uh, other programs. One of them is Web for Heroes program where we are planning or where we'll be working with the developers, volunteer developers to build free websites for NGOs. And uh, we'll also be having a few other mentorship programs coming up. Uh, so stay, stay tuned for that and we'll be sending out information about that later. So today I'll be doing a solo uh, podcast. I'll not be having a co-host uh, because uh, basically, what I'd like to, what I'd like us to discuss today is an issue that uh, is uh, many many people have been through it. Uh, almost everybody who is a developer today has been through one of these, uh, either all or some of these lies. They have often lied to themselves about these things. And uh, there are a few more others. There are many others out there, but these ones are the most, I think, I think are the most popular among people. And so I decided to just collect information from developers about what are some of the lies they told themselves as they were starting over, as they were starting up, uh, up uh, when they were, you know, newbies in code. And uh, basically to to try and shed light on some of the things that you as a young developer can avoid as you start your journey. So actually, uh, I'm also I'm also a developer myself, a front-end developer, and uh, definitely I've been through some of this, actually many of this, and uh, we'd not like you who is starting over to, to, to go through the same. So... Uh, without further ado, I will go on to the first lie. So I don't want this to take 
some of the podcasts will take too long because after the poll that I did on Twitter, uh, most of the guys wanted either... So there was a battle between long and short podcasts. And uh, so I decided maybe we can do a go-between between the long and short. So maybe 40, 30 minutes will be okay. So yeah, the first lie is uh, <clears throat> I will do computer science and I will become a badass programmer. And uh, so so one of the... F- one of the reasons, I think the only reason I joined university to do computer science was so that I could become a programmer. And uh, I got into first year, and instead of learning programming, I, first the first semester I already had three units, three or four units in mathematics. And I was like, this is not what, this is not what I signed for. And uh, yeah, so... I had to do it either way anyway because I'd already chosen the subject and paid school fees, blah, blah, blah. And so that is when I fell into my first lie of thinking that when I do computer science, I'll be a programmer. And so it came to hit me later that, you know, you don't become a programmer by doing computer science. Actually, computer science and programming sometimes can get very distant. Yes. Uh... I still learn some of, uh, like I used to, uh, in computer science, you learn some of the concepts, especially in the Kenyan curriculum. If you're listening to this and you're not in Kenya or Africa, it may sound very, 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 you know, unreal. But it's it's true. In the, the curriculum and the, the studies that we have here in Kenya, some of them are very outdated and you... You do not want to depend on that to be a programmer. You will learn concepts in COBOL and C and okay, C is okay. COBOL and Visual Basic, I've done that. I was taught that in school. And uh yeah, it's it becomes very frustrating, especially if you go to campus to do computer science with the outlook of becoming a programmer. So you become a programmer by teaching yourself programming. Computer science is not programming. It may be programming. It may have some programming, but it's not programming. So do not advise your younger brothers and sisters to go to computer science to become programmers. On the other hand, so if you want to become a programmer right off the bat, you can always go to programming school or just go to the University of YouTube, where I'm a proud graduate of. So, yeah, come to science and stop programming. On to the next lie. The next lie is uh, a lie that most of us often get to convince ourselves early in life as we start programming. And the lie is that programming is easy. And uh, I can tell you that people may make programming sound easy or look easy, but the moment you get into programming, telling yourself that programming is easy, that is the moment you you go, you go wrong. Because many people I've met and many people I've mentored often got into tech, uh, into tech and into programming thinking that, ah, this is easy. This is going to be, this is going to be a piece of cake. In two months, in three months, I'll be a very good developer. And, um, Often what happens is that after these developers get into tech and they start coding and they meet all these new terminologies and new technologies, often what happens is that they get overwhelmed and they panic and they give up. 
Okay. So you go somewhere thinking it's going to be easy and you get overwhelmed and you panic. Okay. And uh, especially here, uh, I'm, I'm mostly talking to that developer who's out there seeking to start their journey as a developer. It's tra- It's good to know that right off the bat that if programming was simple, everybody would be doing it. Okay. So it's right to go there to get into it with the mentality of this is as challenging as any other thing that would be out there. And the moment you go into it with that mentality of you need to give it all your effort and it's not a walk in the park, you always get to to give it your best and to give it as much effort as possible. And at the end, it becomes rewarding. Instead of going in there with the mentality of this is easy and then it hits you on the face and there's nothing you can do about it. Okay. So, hope that was clear. Up next, I will become a nerd if I start programming. And uh, I, I've i talked to a few people, especially ladies, who <coughs> have had questions to me about, you know, I need to become, a, I want to become a programmer, but I'm afraid that I'll become a nerd and I will always spend myself hidden in a computer room somewhere and I'll become antisocial and all that kind of stuff. And I can tell you that myself, I'm a programmer and I have many friends who are programmers. And I think the programmers I know, the programmers I'm friends with are some of the most outgoing people I know. I go out with friends who are programmers. I am outgoing. I have, I make, I make friends. I make a lot of friends. I socialize, I go to events and uh, especially the events part. The life of a programmer may actually is actually interesting, very interesting. And uh, the notion that once you get into programming that your life will become boring and stagnant and, uh, you know, you won't be able to get a girlfriend or a boyfriend or uh, <clears throat> you won't be able to go out and have fun as you used to. No, it's a... Uh, so programming is not a life that you get into. It's not, it's not like a package or a box that you get inside. It's something that you add to your life. Like the, the life that you already had, it's something you add onto it. It's not a package or a box put somewhere that you go inside and lock yourself inside it. No, it's more of a, it's more of an additive to your life. So if you're going, if you used to go out every Friday, work every Monday to Thursday and then leave Friday for going out. And, uh, basically, actually, this is something not only even about being a nerd, but basically everything else, including social interaction, socializing. The moment you make programming your life, that's when it gets messed up. Okay. So yeah, even programmers have fun and you wouldn't necessarily become a nerd if you start programming. Okay. So fourth lie is that I will make millions as a young person if I join tech. I used to tell myself the same thing and uh short backstory. Before I decided to do tech, I thought I'd be, I, I was kind of the, in a, in the crossroads to either do tech or to do law. And, uh, for those who know me, they know that the lawyer in me sometimes comes out in arguments and I would have been, I would have been good in either one of them, but I decided, you know what? I've never seen any old lawyer, uh, any young rich lawyer. All I see is 
every 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 rich lawyer I see is either old or in their mid ages. And then I was like, you know what? In tech, there is Zuckerberg, and uh, these guys are making millions when they are young. So why not join tech? And it was one of the main incentives, apart from you know going out there and use technology to help people, which is mostly what I like doing. Uh, money was definitely one of the incentives that I had. Only to come out here and be like, yo, uh, this is not what I signed up for. Uh, I've had to, in the past, in the, in, the, in the past years, I've had to hustle other jobs as I do programming to sustain myself. And uh, as as I learn programming, rather, and what you get to see is that you know it's more of like every other career where you have to spend some time to improve yourself, and the moment you get good at it, that's when the rewards start coming back. Uh, it's nothing different from the just like the same way there are other careers where you have to be good at your work first, and then the returns come later. The same with uh, programming. So there is not always a special package for all developers that as long as you're a developer, you'll always be getting money somewhere. Is that the case? You have to work for your money. And uh, mostly what I tell people, the people that I mentor, is that you should join tech for your passion and not for the money. Okay? If you join tech for the passion, the money will bring itself. People will pay you for solving their problems. But do not get in it for the money only to be frustrated and give up. Okay? So just as money had comes hard in marketing and business and law and medicine and all that all those other careers, it's the same with tech. So on to lie number five. And uh, this is a lie that very many people often fall victim to. And it's the lie that software is simpler than hardware. So uh, often, actually, in the beginning, I used to think that hardware. I also used to tell myself the same lie. And I used to tell myself that, you know, hardware is actually very hard. And uh, I, don't, I don't want anything to do about it. Until recently when I, you know, in the course of me going to hackathons and meeting new people and forming new teams, I've actually got a huge interest in in hardware and actually one of the one of our startups that is coming up is actually based on IoT IoT things IoT technology so it's a lie that people quite term themselves and not only hardware by hardware hardware is the the biggest culprit that I could get and but basically it's that people often think that some technologies are simpler than others just by the sound of them. Like, for example, people think the people who think design is easier than coding. Okay, uh, the people who think software is uh, easier than hardware. The people who think uh, what uh, what else do people think? The people who think uh, technical writing is simpler than coding. You see. And uh, basically what happens is that these people make those presumptions without actually having a test of something. And uh, they always advise people, actually, I don't think I've ever 
there's anybody who has ever asked me for for career advice on develop on on software and i told them specifically to do something because i know that something that may be simpler to me may be very difficult for you and vice versa so when somebody asks me you know how do i choose the technology to do my my answer is often very simple go try out a few things see which one you like and then from that push on with that one okay i used my first my first year in tech as a what do i call it as a probation year where i would try technologies and do them for a few months see if i was good with them see if i liked them and then if they were not i dropped them and even if i i, I even if i liked them i would still drop them to try another one in case i liked another one better than those and so actually for a whole two or three months i was an android developer actually even went to hackathons yeah startups that I even went to hackathons and as an android developer i'm not telling you guys that android is hard it's just that i i loved web more than android uh to the point that eventually after like almost a year of probation of different technologies i decided to stick with web and uh, even later last year or early this year for those who know me closely i am i am now like sort of transitioning from full stack development to front end development because after some time i realized you know what back end is not quite my thing and i'm enjoying front end more so yeah you keep you keep realizing yourself and your interests and uh, thinking that something is more difficult than something else just because it sounds so is one of the biggest lies that you can tell yourself as a young developer okay uh Yeah and actually that doesn't mean software is simple so, software is software is hard sometimes software is some some software can get crazy like i said uh on the issue of programming is easy yeah software sometimes can get on your nerves you will solve a bug in a week or 3 days and it will give you stress the whole time so yeah try your options choose your options wisely and sample other things before choosing Okay so point number 6 or lie number 6 that a job is waiting for me if i can write good code and uh, this is a lie that people tell themselves especially when they are coding something that is quite extensive something like a uh, web web dev and sometimes people feel like you know as as long as i can write code that does this and that as long as i can write functionalities that do a b c d i am a good developer and forget that you know many times a job is more than just looking at how good you can code a, a good getting a job requires more skills a lot more skills people skills collaboration skills uh problem solving skills and if you don't instill this in yourself from an early stage it often becomes prog- problematic you know later on like for example the people who can code very good websites but cannot manage live websites on a server they cannot host websites for example there are people who who can't take an app from from source to production i mean they can build features yes they can build a very good ui yes 
they can't build something from source to production, something that will be used by users. And uh, I often tell people that, you know, no matter how small something is, build it, get experience. And we'll talk about that uh, in a few minutes in the issue about projects. So don't just wait for, for money or for a job just because you're a good developer. It takes a lot more for developer. And we'll be discussing this in later later podcasts, later webinars. And even actually last week we had a webinar about the same, about career choices and the things you need to have under your belt. And so don't tell yourself this lie. Yeah. So up next, lie number seven, I must be very good in math to be a programmer. And this is also a lie that people tell themselves often. And people always think that they have to be either with a very strong math background or a very strong computer science background to to get into programming. And uh, I can tell you, I don't want to expose myself, but <laughs> since campus, I've not been a very good person in maths. I used to be very good with maths in high school, but that kind of faded, especially after I learned that I'll not be learning programming in campus and I'll be learning more of maths in my first two years. It was just frustrating and so I ended up kind of hating math. But that does not stop me from being a programmer. I've actually in my line of in my line of coding, because I don't know machine learning, I don't do AI. Uh, so in my line of in the line of coding I, I, I rarely interact with math. And uh so mostly even if I interact with math, it'll be in forms of functions functions and all that kind of stuff. Stuff that has already been predefined. So you don't really need math to be a programmer, though you you'll need you need math in other places like data science, machine learning. So yeah, you will. You don't really need mathematics to be a JavaScript programmer or a, an Android programmer, okay? And uh, yeah, it it should not be it should not be a deterrent to being a developer just because you can't do math well. If you can't do math well. Uh, hit me up. I also can't do math well. We will make a great team. So, uh, yeah, on to line number eight. And line number eight is that programmers will be replaced by bots in a few years, and so I should not be a programmer. Uh, this is something that people have often had the. I don't know where this thing came from that people will be replaced by bots. Well, we have seen some trials. But it all it normally ends at that. We have had this conversation with uh, I think it was on our second podcast as the community, and where we were hosting Nishu Goel from India and Juma Alan and Madonna from from the United States, and uh, it was a topic. Oh, I forgot one more. Yeah, and another guy. I can't remember his name for now. So yeah, we. And we're having that discussion about bots replacing people. And it was, yeah, the feeling of almost everybody there was that, you know, at least for the next 15, 20 years or so, there'll still be developers in the market. And, uh, you know, these days we have surgeries that can be done by robots, but that does not mean that doctors will be replaced in the next two, five years, right? We have... Uh, machine learning systems that 
are doing law, for example, that doesn't mean lawyers' jobs will be out in five, ten years. Okay? So the same thing, we are the guys that make these machines, machines that and systems that automate other people's lives. So I think some of these jobs, some of these other jobs will actually be gone before long before programmers' jobs are out. Uh, as long as my machine learning model identifies my cat as a dog, I think we still have a few more years before our jobs can go. So anybody who is willing to, who, who wants to join programming right now, I think your job is perfectly safe for the next probably 20 years or so. I don't want to be coding for the next 20 years. So yeah, that is my view. And uh, it's a lie that should not deter you from from getting into programming. Uh-huh. So another thing, another lie that people tell themselves is that they're too dumb to start. People often have this feeling that programming is for geniuses. It's for very smart people who have been playing with computers since I was playing with dolls or toy cars. And they are like, you know what? These people are just a breed of themselves that are so damn uh, smart. And I cannot be, you know, I cannot be their equals. I cannot start programming. It's for the selected smart few. And this is a lie that is very absurd because basically anyone can be can be a programmer. No matter what, no matter where you come from, no matter even what course you're doing, I know people who are doing very simple, you know, what I'd call not very complicated courses in campus or not courses that do not require you to have a very big GPA or, you know, pass mark to get into. And at the end, they end up becoming very good programmers. And uh, so, yeah, programming is not a result for the smart. Programming is actually a result of practice and continuous effort as long as you have effort as long as you have passion and you have continuous practice over time anybody can become a good programmer no matter your age no matter your background and uh, yeah if you followed my story on my first blog for those who have read my first blog i think i'll link it somewhere here uh yeah it describes my journey in technology i was not the smartest i was not the the guy who grew up with computers, I was not the class nerd, but I still got to venture into technology. So uh, no matter how sort of dumb you may think you are, you'll be surprised to find that everybody, almost all the developers that are out there, at one point thought of the same thing. And uh, this one uh, branches off into a very, into a bigger topic the topic of imposter syndrome it's a topic that we'll be handling I, i'm definitely sure we'll be handling it one of, in one of our podcasts or in one of our webinars and imposter syndrome is basically the feeling where you feel that you're not adequate for certain thing like for example you feel like you're too inequipped to be a good developer or to be confident of your skills and the same thing actually starts from even before you become a developer. Sometimes people feel that, you know, I'm too dumb to start this. And this is often very, very false. 
and it's a very big lie that you should not fall for. And up to uh, on to our tenth and last lie for the day. I need to be a very good developer to start a project. And the issue of projects is something I'm very passionate about because uh, I am a champion for you know people applying their skills in real life projects, especially projects that can help humanity because that is basically one of the things I. I am more involved in doing. And uh, people often ask me, you know, how did you start doing your project? Uh, how do you know that you're ready to start doing a project? Uh, am I too early to do a project, you know? And people often think that projects are these very big, mind-blowing things that we need three months to do and should be perfectly working and it should not have a bug. It should be working like Facebook. You know, I should do a Facebook clone that is working perfectly and as fast as Facebook. And after that is done, I'll be sure that that is now my first project. No. A project can be anything. I remember for the first one year, I did... Almost for the for the first one year, I did HTML, CSS, uh, Bootstrap. And my first project was just a project that was a U, the UI of a blood donation app. Simple, that was my project. And uh, basically the project can, you can start doing project within days of starting how to code. You have learned how to build a simple web page, build a simple web page, web page for a certain thing or a certain simple organization or a certain simple hobby of yours. That is a project. And uh, basically a project is anything that you can build to showcase your skills or to to apply your skills in a real life situation is a project. It doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be very, you know, mind blowing to people. It can be as simple as you want, as, as, it, as it can, just anything, anything can be a project. It doesn't have to be... You know, you don't you don't have to be very good in coding, like to the point that you know I, you feel very confident that it, that's the time that you're you're beginning to do a project now. Uh, because actually, you don't need to do a project just to just to showcase it to other people. You can do a project just just to see that you've done it. And also a very good trick that I use with projects is that sometimes I, when I'm learning code, I'll build a project and from the code that I've learned. And then I'll put it on GitHub. Okay. And I'll organize it in such a way that I'll, I'll actually name it in such a way that I will know what, like the biggest asset in that project. And then later when I'm working on a real life job, maybe it's for a client or for a startup or something. I will be like, you know what? I need to. I need a really good navbar, and then I'll remember which project did I build a really good navbar in. It was project A B C D, and then I just go reuse that code. Uh, I need a very good uh, authentication system. Uh, which project did I build a very good authentication system? It was project A B C D. I go reuse that code, and uh, projects can be they're they're endless. The the, the list of uh, uses for projects is endless. You can use projects for a lot of st- for a lot of things. You can use it to showcase to your employer. You can use it to showcase to your clients. If, for example, you you're looking for for clients and you don't not necessarily looking for a job, 
And uh, basically, you don't need to be a very good developer to start a project or to to to, to do any sort of project. And your projects don't have to be perfect. Your projects can be as simple as it gets. As it can be as simple as you want. So that is the end of our list, guys. Uh, the list of lies that you tell yourself as a young developer. And uh, I really hope that you have learned a lot and you have not left this podcast as you came. And I'm really hoping, I'm looking forward to seeing stories of young developers who will be motivated by by this podcast and by this series of podcasts to even do more and do better with themselves. I hope this one will, I hope this podcast will, you know, change your outlook on certain things that you've had because trust you me, these are lies that many people, even today, people that are good developers, even today, like in the past, as they were starting, almost everybody had one or two or even all of these lies in their head somewhere. And the, the earlier we abolish these lies and we shed light on them, the easier people, the easier a time people will have getting into technology and, you know, building their careers in tech. So I hope that you've learned a lot and I'm looking forward to hosting you next week. Next week I'll be coming with a co-host. I'll, I'll be hosting someone rather. I'll be hosting someone to discuss on next week's topic which will be revealed within the week and also i'm also inviting you to our webinar which will be next saturday this coming week rather this this coming saturday and uh, you'll find information about it on my twitter handle please follow me at ruben one and i'll be sure to follow back and also follow our community at african devs uh, african on Twitter is African underscore devs. And uh, there you'll be able to follow all our activities, all our announcements. And I hope to see you next week, same time, same place on this podcast. And uh, thank you for listening to us. See you.